Welcome back, everyone. Today's episode will include the answers to questions submitted to us from some of our listeners. We have listeners? Yes! I'm so excited. We have the best listeners, and we hope to answer your questions. It will be very entertaining, no doubt. <laughs> so stay tuned as we dive into moral support. Are you tired of being alone with your own thoughts? Do you need moral support? Well, you're in the right place. I'm Shara. And I'm Ginger. And we invite you to the table as we share stories, conversations, and moral support from our view as middle-aged besties. Let's go. All right. Let's get right down to business. Okay. So we're going to list some names here too, because we're taking names. We are. Yes. So thank you to everybody who submitted a question. We do appreciate it because without you, we would not have any content. We would have literally nothing to talk about. Okay. That's false. No, it's not true. So, okay. I'm going to ask the first one. Okay. We'll both answer. Don't you think? We both answer the question. Okay. I can't answer this one. (laughs) What is your favorite song that you have, I'm going to say, written and put out? So this is by Faith P. Yes. Um, I answered this online, actually. My answer to this, I assume that you meant it's a song I wrote. Um, And that would be That's What Jesus Does. That's the favorite song that I've written because I've heard the most testimonies from that, of it being um, an inspirational song in a very difficult time. But the second one, of course, I think many people are familiar with is I Held On. But I didn't write that. A lot of people think I did, but... Um, I wrote that. <laughs> no, you no didn't. I did not write that. <laughs> um, actually, Brother Meeks wrote that, and um, it's a powerful song that I love to sing, and I know it's ministered to a lot of people. Okay, next. Both awesome songs. Both awesome. My favorite song that I recorded was Amazing Grace. I wrote that. Really? No, I did not. Next question. Okay. Okay. If you had a theme song, if we had a duo Ooh. theme song, what would it be? And this is by Sarah Hodge, of course. Oh, hey, wow. Sarah. Well, there's our theme song. Um, uh, anything you can do, I can do better. Oh, sorry. Okay. Anything you can do, I can do. <gasps> that is so wrong. <laughs> no, I like family. Well, that one's good. Know, even though it's That's true. That's what friends are for. Oh, we, okay. Clearly, we cannot figure this out. Go ahead. With the third question. we should question. have studied. These questions? I think we should have prepared. You're really getting our initial reaction because we're just reading them. Okay. Um, the next question. Number three. Your best advice for raising daughters. I have four. Help me. This is from Amanda Quick. And wow, that is a huge undertaking. But Best I, advice in a short answer. Ooh, you know, you're the, the one actually writing the book on it. So. Yeah, but you got three daughters. You got two. Okay. So Yours do- are done raised. I still got one in In training, in basic training. Ah, Best advice, Um, pray a lot. Mm. That would be, honestly, my best advice. Pray a lot and... Mine uh, is, well, first of all, have fun. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to be so practical. I don't subscribe to the whole just be their friend bit either because you have to... Discipline. Obviously be in charge, um, but also not take everything so seriously and sometimes I find myself getting all wore out and bent out of shape over things like their room being a mess and not bringing the laundry down or whatever. But then I think, you know what? These are great kids. They could be out doing a lot of things, yeah. wearing a lot of things and um, engaged in some things that wouldn't make me proud. But on the things that really matter, 
they're going to church, they're loving the Lord. It's trying to stay focused on what really matters. Um, but also, you know, you need them to obey, of course. Well, the whole thing is, let's think back to when you were a young girl, a teenager, Ugh. or whatever. I don't know how old your girls are, Amanda, yeah. but... You know, when you think about what you wish and how you would want to be dealt with, and there's a lot of validating of what, you know, and then validating and then training of, okay, so you feel this or you want to do this. How do we navigate this? How do we control that? I feel like this is not a short answer question. This is not, because my mind is racing with answers. I think we could do an entire episode. The the short answers are be a safe place. Mm -hmm. Like they're going to tell their deep dark secrets and fears to someone. Mm-hmm. And if you freak out every time they come to you with something, they'll quit. Um, they'll, they'll shut you out. So you want to be that safe place and practice your, I'm not shocked face. You know, like, Oh, okay, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and let them know that your family's a safe place to fail without the fear of rejection. That's good. And to know that my love for you is unconditional. doesn't mean I'm not going to respond in a proactive way. But, uh, and the other thing I would say is encourage them to live by Create, identify their their own value system mm-hmm. so that when you're not around, it's not the rules that are keeping them. It's their character. It's their, it's their principles. You know, even Sophia, she's still at home and she's like, can I watch this? Can I watch that? And I I, I, I said, baby, I, I haven't seen it. I don't have time to look it up. I'll read a review on it. But and I, risky as it may be, sometimes I'll say, why don't you just watch a little bit of it and with a prayerful spirit. And if anything, if you feel the Holy Ghost tugging on you that it disagrees with something, then that's your answer. Because I want her to listen to the voice of the Lord and ask yourself, does this match my values? Anyway, so that's a very long answer. I think the the real answer to that is we need to do a podcast on that. Agreed. That'd be awesome. Okay, next. Okay, number four. Did we go to school together? We went to school to separately together. That's right. Different schools at the same time. Yes, we that's are right. sisters from different mothers. We are. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, not weird at all. Uh, no. We did go to camp together. We did. Went to youth camp together. Yep. Texas so. camp in Lufkin. Classic. Mm, those were the days. Yep. So there's the answer to that. That's from Dee Dee Go. Dee Dee Godier. Yes. Oh, I love her. So that's her question. Number five is a dig from your sweet nephew. Mm-hmm. Hunter Dobson. He had to pop off and say, why is Houston Tex-Mex better than Chicago's pizza? Okay. Well, first of all. I'm not going to lie. I'm a native Texan. Mm. So in reality, I agree that Houston's Tex-Mex is better than Chicago pizza. Absolutely. Uh, My but... daughter's living in um, St. Louis right now. McKenna's going to Urshan, and she is greatly missing uh, Houston Tex-Mex and just authentic street taco food truck uh, Mexican food is the best. But when you're in Chicago, you know. We have all of that, too. We Y'all have some stuff we don't have, so. But we also have the authentic stuff, so. But we have Bluebell, so. Oh, you I win. Won. You win. Okay. Next. Number six. What's it say? From Kimberly White. What are your favorite subjects to study in the Bible? Ooh. You know, what might be better than that is the least favorite. <gasps> Revelation. <clears throat> Prophecy just... I, I respect it I, in a reverent and fearful way, but studying it frustrates me because I like to know for certain, you know, and it's not, I don't think meant to know. I don't think I had to know enough to really go deep there, but I love Proverbs mm-hmm. because it's so practical. Mm-hmm. And I also love the book of Acts. I love studying the early church. But go ahead, your turn. My least favorite is anything that's got a list of baguettes in it. For sure. 
If you want to go to sleep fast, genealogy. get and into the baguettes. That's true. But I did get into genealogy and when I did Mother's Day Sermon on the Genealogy of Jesus. But there's nuggets in there for that, and 100%. If you know where to dig and what you're looking for, Absolutely. even though it's very dry. But um, that's still my least favorite. Agreed, agreed, agreed. That's still my, my, agreed. I, she said, what's my favorite? I There's no way I can narrow that down. Because I can just be reading and be like, oh, I've not studied this subject before. And so Whatever. Okay. Oh. Next. Question number seven, you ask. If you feel the Lord lays a subject on your heart, what is your study process? Taylor Malone. Hmm. Lays a subject on my heart. Uh, well, honestly, my very first thing I usually do is look, I pull up Bible Hub. That is my very first go to. Shut up. I will not. <laughs> Wouldn't help Don't on a podcast. Tell me <laughs> I go to Bible Hub because it gives me all the parallel commentaries. Yep. It gives me all of the parallel translations. And then I can dig out the original meanings of the words yes. and see if it's really what I thought. And, and sometimes it's not. No. And then I'll cross reference where that word is used in other mm-hmm. scriptures or words that are similar. And so I start building a depth and a curiosity. Over those things. And once I kind of always start with scriptural foundation, and then maybe it'll lead me to um, a a book or a sermon. Practical application. Absolutely. From from credible sources and then start to kind of build my knowledge base. And then uh, practical applications because it sometimes it can get really abstract, mm-hmm. and then like, but what does this mean for me on a Tuesday? Why? Yeah. Why am I studying this? What does it look like in shoe leather if I applied this to my life? Exactly. Okay. Next. Yep. That's it. That's a good one. So Joni Holmes wants to know if you miss her. Yes, Joni, I miss your head. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I didn't put down the name for this one. So if this is you, we love you. Thank you for submitting this question. But what is your top pick? Sweet, salty, or fruity? I'm going to have to do a blend and go sweet and salty like together like like you like like salted caramel ooh that kind you that's know? a real thing yeah. yeah i like that so not always but probably more salty than sweet not fruity no that's too healthy but if i had to reach for something i you know what it depends on the moment that's true it's like do i want cake yeah well now i need something salty well now i need something it's there like the go. ketchup french fry conundrum mm, right so people dip their ketchup in their ice cream. I mean, not their ketchup. Wow, I'm having a stroke. Uh, <laughs> French fries in their ice cream. Ooh. Not me, but that's sweet and salty. Okay, my you. husband loves French fries and a vanilla milkshake. Same thing. Okay, how how is that not weird? But what I just said. Was Did weird. you just call my husband weird? Absolutely not. Okay, maybe a little. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next. Um, what is your favorite part about being a pastor's wife? And you cannot say being married to your pastor. <laughs> uh, that's Joanne Thank Ball. Thank you, Joanne. She's from my church. Well, literally, that's the title because <laughs> uh, she knew you were going to say because you guys are yep. all lovey dovey. Mm-hmm. Favorite part about being a pastor's wife for me at this stage is what you see. Over the long term. 100%. By the way, we've been pastoring, you guys are like one year ahead of us. Okay. You're 23, we're 22. Okay, so we're a generation in. Yeah. So seeing the kids that grew up are are using their gifts for the Lord or or even people who have come in and been restored or grown, just seeing the progress, the the beauty that comes in staying is you get to watch people's stories unfold. And you get to be a part of that journey. It's the people... 
payoff. It's the long haul seeing what that does. So definitely. I mean, early on, I couldn't have said that because, yes. but there are some early payoffs with people. I mean, little things, but now it's that long haul, long, the long story. Right. At first it's just overwhelming. Also, I mean, really my favorite part is being married to my husband. Yeah. Well, that's obviously... We're, we're both blessed with awesome partners who encourage our ministries and our leaders and visionaries. Okay, so I submitted this on our ladies page for Calvary, and that's okay. so we got a few from my ladies. This next one is from Laura Kreitz, and she asked, if you both could have a do-over, what would it be? Mm. That is so deep. I know. What what popped into your mind? I A do-over. I think maybe this is a little, I don't know— off exactly what she's saying, but I wish that I had known more earlier, like understood. I feel like kids today, like my girls are so far ahead of me at the age that they are. But think about, they were raised in a preacher's home. Shouldn't our kids start higher and go further if we've done a good job and grown? And shouldn't their kids start higher and go further? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and we did the best with what we had. In our defense, we didn't have a, the same amount of resources available True. and maybe even the same support system. However, I agree with you. I wish I had been hungrier earlier. Yeah. But, you know, we were growing up and, and all we, those I things. feel like we did the best with what we knew at the yeah, time. I agree. But if I had a do-over, I mean, I honestly, I don't have a lot of regrets. Wow, I, I I would great. definitely parent better. No, no doubt about it. I would be, a, I'm going to be an amazing Gigi someday. Yes. I'm going to like... I'm going to... Such a cute name. i got to think about my grandma name for someday. I had it picked out before it was all cool because but Ginger... starts with G. I yes. know. Well, not everybody's a Gigi or a Mimi. I was thinking, uh, like, Mikimi. <laughs> like Mimi, but... Mi- I think you should think again. I'll think it over. Okay. Shay Shay. Shay Shay. Mick. 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 Mickey Ma. Mickey Ma. Nope. Okay, back to the drawing board. McNuggets? No. No. All right. Okay. Next. Oh, my do-over, I didn't say one. Oh, yeah. Um, I wish that we had maybe been closer friends sooner, even though we've known each other for a very long time. I think we skipped over a lot of uh, great landmark moments in our life when we were not in contact with each other. Because there was no social media, and we just drifted apart. But That's it would have been cool to go back in time and uh, connect earlier and share some of those moments. I agree. I agree. We would have already done this podcast. I know. All right. We're behind. Back to the future. Oh. Number 12, also from a lady at my church, Donna Hoffman. Hello, Nurse Hoffman. Hello. She wants to know our greatest learning. Whoa. Ooh, another deep one. Greatest learning. You want to go first? Greatest. (sighs) I don't know what you could, what the answer, what even scope that includes. But I think my greatest revelation most recently in life was the whole understanding the power and impact of personality types mm. and how that helps me understand and appreciate and communicate with different people in a more effective and productive way. Uh, we've used the DISC profile. There's been the colors and even it, back to the love languages absolutely. and back when we used to do, what was it, choleric? And, uh, yes. Yeah. And just understanding that we're in the people business. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of administrative stuff, programs, spiritual things. But at the end of the day, it's people. The body of Christ is people. And you have to forgive people for not being like you. That's really good. Man, I'm really, I feel like I had so much to learn that every one of them 
has been such a stepping stone. I know yeah. that sounds crazy, but I could go practical. I could go spiritual. Um, and I feel like I'm just one of those people that has to go through stuff to learn it sometimes. Yeah. When I went back to school, what I learned was there's so much that I don't know. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I learned is that there's no end to it. There's just, it's layer upon layer and every step. Precept upon precept. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. I don't know. That's All right. Deep. We got to move on. Yep. Number 13. This is from Ellen Pierce. Hi, Ellen. If there was one piece of Ellen. advice. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what that's about, well, well, ask somebody else. If there was one piece of advice you could give, either serious or amusing, what would it be for handling life in general? It's never as it's bad, bad as it, it seems. seems. It's, and it's never, never as, as good as it seems. Period. Move on. That's so easy. Also, laugh a lot. I mean, my husband and I now, I love it. Of course, we've been married 30, almost 31 years. Mm -hmm. And so now we're like, we know when we start getting on each other's nerves, it actually kind of gets funny. It's like, I know where you're going. You know where I'm going. Yeah. And we just start to laugh. Don't and take it too seriously. We don't have to, you know, get into that. So, I, you know, Ellen knows me, though. She knows we laugh a lot. But I, the game changer, it's never as bad as it seems. If you apply that to every single thing, yep, that's the one. And the just know that seasons change. It won't always be this way. And sometimes that's a good thing. And sometimes it's a bad thing, but if it's, if you're in a bad season, it won't last forever. Mm, if you're in a good season, appreciate it because it won't last forever. Mm, ride the wave. Absolutely. Ride the wave. All right. Read the next one. The next one is, what is your advice for women in ministry and especially a young preacher's wife? This Aww. is by Rachel Rushing. Hello, Rachel. Thanks wow. for submitting a question. Yeah. Women in ministry. Wow. Uh. Such a broad topic. We should do a podcast on that topic. We should do that. An episode coming to you. Yes. Let's see. But one piece of advice, women in ministry, a young preacher's wife, don't get in a hurry. There's a process. Oh. That would be my first. When you look at, I don't know how old you are, but when you look at us and here we are at this stage of life, having pastored for so long, yep. don't assume that you're supposed to be where we are. It's okay that you're 20-something, 30-something, have only pastored for the amount of time. You can only be where you are at the time that you're there. Yes. That's very profound, I, I know. But say, in addition to that, always have someone that you're looking up to and being mentored by and somebody that you're looking towards to help be an example to. You know, it should be both ways, always mm -hmm. reaching up to attain something greater and always looking not down on someone, but who can you bring up uh, to a stronger place? And so always knowing both of those responsibilities, you, you haven't arrived, but you can help someone else get there along the journey. And I had one other thought and it just, I could tell you what head. my last thought is what? on that. The internet is not a safe place. Oh, hear it. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and do this right here because I feel like it's worthy. Okay. All right. It is not a safe place. Do not air your uh, grievances or ask. Keep questions. the bubble. Mm -hmm. Find intact. a close friend. Call somebody. And don't let. And here's another thing. We're just letting you have it, Rachel. Rushing. That's right. That's don't, right. Don't ever believe you're as spiritual as other people think you are. Oof. Because they will ascribe things to you based on your position that may or, not, may or may not be true. You need to do a reality check and make sure that you're living authentically according to your values, not according to the perception of your title. Is this about me? Do you have something well, to say? Well, you feel convicted. 
You know, just let the Lord I speak. I feel a little attacked. Okay, Rachel, I hope that helped. That's brief. We didn't unpack that too much, but we legit could go on forever. Number 15, Brianna Novak, where is your favorite place to travel to? Hmm. Well, I've only been to Europe once, but I fell in love with a city in Italy called uh, Serrano or Sorrento. I always, like, is it the cheese or is it the city? But... <laughs> from the city but it was just a gorgeous I love to travel to the city of Totino's to the city of Queso uh, but <laughs> Italy in general was just mind boggling and I long to travel to Switzerland that's my next bucket list but um, also Krakow Poland when we went there was just captivatingly beautiful but stateside in uh, America Alaska is fantastic actually you know one of the most beautiful places I've ever been it's British Columbia mm. in Canada Oh my goodness. I just, I was just taken aback. It was astounding. I was up in the Canadian Plains and that was breathtaking. When it we, is. When they took me to the the national park down there. Oh yeah. I mean, literally, I never, I thought that was only in postcards, but also I got to tell you, Australia was at the top of oh, the list. I haven't been down under. I almost cried when I walked up to the Sydney Opera House. It's oh. crazy, but... I was just like, oh, my word, so iconic. But, okay, I'm going to be a little, um, I don't know, funny about it. My favorite place to travel is always back home. Always. Hey, that makes sense. I'm a homebody. You like to go, but it's always good to come home. Mm-hmm. You yep. appreciate it a little more. All my right. own bed. Oh, oh my word. nothing like it after being gone. By okay. the way, though, your guest bed's working for me. Yeah, is it working? It's, it's working. So good. Absolutely. Brianna, I love you, but you got one more question. Two more questions. On, Brianna, Brianna has questions. Brianna's t- taken over. She's my girl. Leave her alone. Okay. It's right. What's the funniest or craziest thing that has happened to you oh, while in ministry? Well, I don't know. What are you going to... Next question. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! What's your favorite book? Besides, Besides the, the Bible. Bible. This is also Brianna. I do not have a favorite book. I don't either. All I have is the most recent, you know, ones. But I think we talked about this in a different episode, a different books that have impacted us. Yeah, we did. Um, I you know. Fierce ooh. Conversations was uh, paradigm changing for me. Boundaries. Then, yes, that's a new I mean, one that uh, a lot of people are reading. Uh, Approval Addiction was a good one for me. That was. Have you read that? No. Oh, get that one. It's old. Okay, favorite book. I genuinely don't think that we could. There's just no end. Yeah, we, we should just post a list sometime. There a book, go. our favorite books. I like it. Or do some book reviews. But, We're actually starting a book study um, with our ladies this month, um, Winning the War of Your Mind or In Your Mind. That's good, Craig Rochelle. Craig Rochelle. I, but when I was reading it, I was like, has he been I know. downloading my messages I know. for the last 10 years or I know. Whatever. When I read it, I thought about me and you. Yeah. I was like, this is literally mm-hmm. our It's jam. good, though. You know, he's got another one, Lead Like It Matters. That's really good. Yeah. He's such an easy read with practical concepts yes. that are broken down into bite-sized, I can do this pieces. So, I mean, he, he's got some good stuff. Okay. Okay. Back to Donna Hoffman. This is still my ladies. Um, your favorite health habit. <laughs> Wait, I got to think for that. <laughs> Okay. So her favorite health habit is laughing because it... <laughs> no. I just think it's funny that I didn't have a favorite health habit. My favorite health habit. Well, I'm currently going to the gym three Are to five you? times a week. Yeah. Chew. I'm so proud. You couldn't tell when you saw me? I mean, yeah. I just want them to know how proud I am of you. <laughs> 
I have not had um, artificial sweeteners in three weeks. For me, that's huge because I literally carried them like a little grandma in a baggie in my purse. And I threw my baggie away, and I haven't had any. Please, applause. Come on, guys. And I have not had more than 20 grams of added sugar in over three weeks as well. Would I say those are my favorite health habits, though? Those are good, though. Yeah, but they're they're maybe the most effective or the ones you're most proud of. I feel really good. Yeah. I feel really good. And I look really good, right? You do. You look amazing. Thank you very much. Donna is a nurse, by the way. She is my, she is my, we call her AD, Aunt Donna. Okay. Read number 19. What is one special thing that you enjoy doing for yourself? It could be a relaxing, mental, spiritual, or calming thing. Stopping. I don't rest well. I'm not an easy, I don't stop mm. well. Um, Brian is my one who's like, you know, you could rest and it's okay. Rest. My newest thing that I heard, I read, and it was like, ah, rang a bell in my head. Rest is not a reward. And so that sounds crazy to somebody who does hard stops right, right. really easy. But when I'm at home, I'm doing something. I'm busy. So she said it could be relaxing. For me, that is actually when I, I'm intentional. Mm. When I stop, when I, chill Mm -hmm. when I say, okay, I'm not doing anything else because there's always something else to do. Always. Yeah. It was one special thing I enjoy doing for myself. I like to get a pedicure or um, maybe a massage. Oh, I do like those. Yeah. Please send all of your massage funds to, what's what's it? We need to go fund me for that. Okay. We're almost out of time. So let's finish up these last two questions. Your husband's worst habit that drives you cray cray. You're going to get us in trouble. Nurse D. Mm. Um, for me, it's gum chewing. I just can't. If I can hear or watch the gum being chewed, I'm out. I'm done. Okay. So let's reverse this real quick. What's his? What's the habit you have that he can't stand? It's irrelevant. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing on perfect. I really... I could tell you what Brian's is. So while you think... Okay. Okay. I have a habit of leaving <laughs> cabinet doors open. It doesn't even sound like me because I'm super neat. At all. I know. So I'll leave a cabinet door. I'll come back and close it. But if I'm cooking dinner, I could have two cabinets open. Why don't, I don't even know why. But I've been really intentional because I realized that it really kind of irritated him. Oh. Well, that's so, good to know. So when you want to irritate him, you know. I know. I also can move the zippers on the, the, the motorcycle bag. <laughs> Anything to throw his little OCD self My off. My husband hates it when I take his charger from his side of the bed. And when I park in the wrong place in mm-hmm. the church, uh, they can block his car in. Oh. He doesn't like that. No, that's, that's... And also when I text him instead of calling him because he he's just... I can't think of my, Brian's worst habit. What oh, would it be? Brother. I don't know. It's not the question. Well, when he's really stressed, I'm outing him. He chooses nails. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. And that drives you nuts? Not really. Okay, well... I, that's why I didn't... Can we scrap that? Yeah. How do you let, let's I let her know? We anyway, we're we, almost out. Okay, okay. I think so the last Kayla Katzian. Go ahead. <laughs> the last question. Uh, you, oh, I read the last one. Oh, you did. Okay. If you could start a business, what kind of business would it be? Oh, easy. Go ahead. Do you know yours? I don't know mine. Oh, I totally know what, mine. What, what? I would be in some sort of food catering business. Oh, that's horrible. I horrible. love it. No, not a million years. I love to cook. I don't like to throw dinner on the table. Uh-uh. But when it, ta- like Thanksgiving, I mean, I've got a system. Let's do it. Oh, can we snap on here? I snapped. Well, yeah. Okay. So... I, I'm telling you, I would be totally in the let's put pretty food together. I wouldn't be the one out there. I would want to do the food. Wow. I would want to. You'd be the one bossing me around. Corporate uh, training 
Um, you would run the world. <laughs> like on team building and personality stuff to travel around and help staffs and, and teams understand each other and grow. Good grief. And be a, a lecturer or a motivational speaker Come if on. I and get paid to do that. Come be amazing. On. Do so something fun. fun. That is fun. I know, but that's what we do anyway. Start a That's business. That's not really start a business, is it? No. Um, okay. Wow. You're so okay. Harsh. Well, while you think about it, we're probably going to have to. I think we're going to have to wrap it up. We are. So and I hope you feel morally supported. Yeah.